Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Live Your Lux Life. I'm your host, Malia, and I am happy to have you here with me on my weekly show, sharing inspirational stories, motivating each other, and sharing great products and tools to help you live your best life. Tune in weekly and visit liveyourluxlife.com to follow us on social media and catch more news, stories, and reviews. If you would like to support the show, please consider becoming a premium member at premium.liveyourluxlife.com. Premium members always receive ad-free episodes, discounted merch, and participate in our Ask Me Anything community. This all helps to support the show and bringing you weekly content. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another week's episode of Live Your Lux Life. I'm so happy that you guys are back with me for another week, and we're fortunate to be here to record another episode with you. And today we actually have a special guest that will be joining us very shortly, but I do want to remind everyone, you know, check out our website, liveyourluxlife.com, where you can find more information about reviews and also more information about the podcast episodes that we do air here. But today I'd like to share a quote by Willie Nelson. The quote reads, once you replace negative thoughts with positive ones, you'll start having positive results. So this is just another reminder, you know, you have to take hold of what's going on in your thoughts. What are you putting out there to the universe? Are you constantly having negative 
having a negative outlook? Are you constantly thinking that the worst is going to happen? Are you not even starting because you have fear of what's going to happen? You know, are we frozen in our, in time thinking that, you know, what is it that we're going to do with our life or what, are, what is it that we're going to do with our business? So I just want to, you know, remind you that you really have to get a hold of what's going on in your head. You know, it's sometimes it's hard when you're stressed out about finances or you're, you know, emotionally you're, you're stressed out or drained, but try to remember as soon as you're starting to have that negative thought, think of something positive think of the other side of it. You know, I really try to live my life. You know how they say the glass is half full. Well, how about, I always like to say my glass is overflowing. Think of the future as it's going to be overflowing. Think of it as the future that you're, you're going to be overflowing with blessings, overflowing with great ideas overflowing with opportunities that you never could have imagined. Try to keep your negative thoughts to a minimal. As soon as you start thinking negativity, turn that and say, wait a minute, there goes those thoughts again. That's not real. And the good thing is, is just because you think of something, it's not going to happen in the, in a split second. So take that minute and turn that negative thought into something positive to put out there into the universe. And you'll start realizing that the more that you keep thinking positive, that good things are going to start happening. Yeah. And don't think it's going to happen, you know, in a split second, because that's just not how reality works. But the more you continue to focus on something positive, guess what? Your energy is going to start going towards steps and things that you're going to do on a day-to-day basis to move you towards your goals. So those positive thoughts will end up coming into fruition. Why? Because you're focusing on them. You're constantly creating steps in your life that are going to get you to that place. That quote, again, was by Willie Nelson. Now it is my pleasure to introduce our special guest of the week, Bree, who owns Black Kettle Tea Shop. I admire the care and passion that she puts into her products. So I'm so excited to have her here with us today to share some of her business ideas and her journey, as well as more about herself. Welcome, Brie. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you being here and sharing more about yourself and your business. So tell me, um, what motivated or inspired you to want to create your tea business? Honestly, it's been kind of like a long journey. So I've struggled with depression like my whole life. And I was kind of just like looking for an outlet because I went off all of my medication. And I guess I kind of just turned to gardening. And from there, I was like making tea blends for my friends. And they were like, why are you not selling this? So then it kind of bloomed into this business that I have now. So how long did you um, deal with the depression before you started the tea business or gardening, I should say? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, I was diagnosed with bipolar when I was like seven. (laughs) So it's been a long time. Um, I was hospitalized in 2017. And then I decided to just cold turkey, cut my meds, just to see what would happen. And I was looking for like natural remedies to help. That's interesting. I did an interview a few weeks back on with a friend of mine who's been struggling with, you know, depression and, and bipolar you know, her whole life, everyone deals with it differently. Like you said, some people go on medication, but I love your natural herbal remedies that you're using 
you know, to really combat it and to just control it on a day-to-day basis. So what part of the process uh, do you love most every time you create your tea? Probably the growing. I just love being outside and gardening and playing in dirt. So that's probably my favorite (laughs) part. The drying isn't my favorite. Yeah. I'd like to know more about the process of making the tea. So what is the process? So you basically, you grow your, your herbs and then what happens from there? So when you harvest them, you have to dehydrate them. So I either use a dehydrator or I use an oven on like a super low temperature and it takes like a few hours And then you basically just blend everything together. Okay. And so after you dehydrate them, you basically blend the different types of of ingredients or herbs to make each product. And they're all dry at that point. Yep, they're all dry at that point. So did you have to take any classes or any special training in tea making or were you just completely self-taught? I'm completely self-taught. So it's been like a lot of reading. Um, My brother's actually a, well, he went to school for plant biology, so he's super knowledgeable. So I've kind of leaned on him for a few things. Oh, that's that's exciting. So that was, I guess that was meant to be, right? Yeah. (laughs) He specializes in that, you know, in his career. And then you had your journey that brought you to creating tea. I mean, what are the chances that that would be all in the family, right? Yeah, it kind of worked out. <laughs> so, um, so do you recommend, you know, others that may want to start a tea business? Do you recommend that they that they grow their own herbs, or would there be a reason that that it's not a good idea? I guess some stuff it depends on what climate you live in. So I'm in Wisconsin, so there's some uh-huh. stuff that I can't get here, so I have to source somewhere else. So I always try to find like farmers that I know personally to yeah. source the other stuff. If you live in a warm climate though, and you have the ability to do everything, it's definitely more fulfilling, I think. To, to, to grow it on your own. Right. So about how many different ingredients or, or herbs do you normally put in one packet? It varies. So I have some that only have two. So there's like a chamomile and lavender one. And then there's some that have up to like eight. So it really just depends on what I need it for because a lot of stuff I use like medicinally. So I'm trying yeah. to like see what would work best for our bodies. Right. So if someone's not able to grow uh, certain herbs in their area because maybe their climate or maybe they're just not able to grow enough because it seems like you have to have a huge space mm-hmm. and enough of the herbs to grow to be able to create a full business out of it. Um, how hard is it to contact you know, different or outsource it to different companies to, to get the, the additional products? Um, it's not that hard, especially since like there's tons of farmers markets everywhere. So you can always go there. They always have tons of herbs. And honestly, a lot of people don't buy them. So I always go and just like grab them all up right away. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's farmers markets. There's tons of greenhouses locally around here too. So there's always options to source more. Oh, okay. I didn't think about the farmer's market. So so I guess no matter where you live, there are farmer's markets pretty much everywhere. Right. So so when you go to the market, whatever they have, you you can then ask the vendor, can I get an additional amount of this product? So you kind of work one-on-one with them offsite to get additional product or you're able to just buy just what they have on site? I really just, so I go from the farmer's market Menominee to Eau Claire, and then I go to the one in St. Paul. So between all three of those, 
I tend uh-huh. to come out okay. So you live in in Eau Claire in Wisconsin, and that's yep. that's where you're based out of. Mm-hmm. Okay. One thing I loved about your specific tea brand is I love the names of your teas. <laughs> so you have, you know, Resting Witch Face, Love Potion Number Nine. That one's really cool. Uh, when life gives you lemons and hocus pocus, time to focus. <laughs> I just thought they were so cute, and uh, you know, it's awesome that you're you're not only having fun with you know the products, but also in choosing your names. Um, how do you come up with the names of the products or of, of the tea? Really, really like a good pun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I'm really into comedy, and I just think that I just like to have a good time with the names. I don't know. Yeah. They just kind of come to me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And and then do you make custom tea blends for customers? So if someone comes to you and says, you know, can you put all these ingredients and and make this special for me? Do you do that or is it is it pretty much prepackaged and what you see is what you get? So I do do custom blends. So I've had people reach out to me that have like severe allergies or they have like a health condition that they are working through. So I try to work with them to find a blend that will work for them. So I do like extra care when packaging theirs and like sanitize everything down a lot more. There's people with a ton of allergies and stuff that I have to be extra careful, but yeah, I do custom ones, which is fun. I worked with a business in town that does like meal kits and she's like a licensed nutritionalist. And she reached out to me to do a custom blend for her brand specifically. So that was really, really fun too. Oh, okay. That's nice. So you also work with other businesses in creating products with them, for them. Is it still your brand or you allow them to put their brand name on the product? Um, So they usually have like my logo. Yeah. They usually have my logo on it. They usually make their own labels Um, for coffee shops that I supply to. I usually, they usually ask for a custom blend specifically for their shop and it usually is just in bulk. So they're not selling them individually. That's really neat that you're able to do not just direct to consumer, but a lot of business to business. I think a lot of people forget that, you know, business to business is, is huge. It's a great opportunity. And I didn't even think about that until you, you just mentioned that with the tea business. If someone purchases, you know, two types of different tea bags, should they mix them together if they buy different ones or should customers check with you first before mixing them? Is there any interactions ever? Um, yeah, I would double check just because there's some herbs that don't react great with others. Everything that I have packaged thus far is pretty safe, so it's nothing mm-hmm. to be concerned about. But yeah, also okay. the flavor might not be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I love tea. I've been, I'm a huge advocate of tea. Uh, I just, sometimes I always wonder when I, when I get the loose tea, you know, should this go together? Should this not go together? Uh, And so what, what ailments uh, do you find are most common? um, And what blends of teas would you recommend for them? A lot of people have digestive issues or like arthritis, mm. and I've come to realize that peppermint and basil really help with those. So I do have a blend called a hint of mint, which helps with both of those. And then a lot of times it's people who can't sleep, which is what I get a lot. Um, so chamomile actually is an herb that binds with the same receptors in your brain as benzodiazepines. So it can have that calming, soothing effect, which is really, really cool. So I have one called Chill Out, which has valerian root in it, and that aids in sleep as well. 
So I have a lot for sleeping. Okay. That, well, that's me. I'm in that boat. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot sleep. Literally. It's like every night it is just, I don't understand, but maybe I'll have to check out, I'll check out the chill out then. And then I did notice too, that you had mentioned uh, that licorice is not good for, for high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in some of the blends. So is that the only ingredient in teas um, that you would say would have like an adverse effect for people that are, are just trying it out for the first time or trying out different blends? That is probably the main one that people I don't think realize that if you have high blood pressure, you shouldn't drink licorice root because they don't usually put that on the label. And is that the same as like the candy licorice? Just curious. Uh, no. <laughs> no. So licorice root, yeah, it's a plant um, that they use the root from. And you find it, there's like celestial seasonings has one called like Egyptian spice or something that has licorice root in it. Yeah. But again, people don't a lot of times realize that and then it can raise your blood pressure. So if someone, you know, has specific questions, you know, about, you know, maybe their health situation, they can always reach out to you directly, right? And you can answer all their questions. Oh yeah, of course. Kind of going back to the sleep deprived <laughs> nation, <laughs> like myself, like I love tea, but I'm, I'm very sensitive to caffeine. So if I have you no know, tea with caffeine after a certain time of the day, you know, like after 12, I really can't sleep at night. I guess my, the question is, are all teas, do all the teas have naturally, do they all come with caffeine or do they all have a caffeine-free option? So tea naturally has caffeine in it. Um, what you would call herbal blends is tisani. So, so technically, herbal blends are not tea. They're just in the same category. So the tisani does not mm-hmm. have caffeine, basically. Correct. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Also, you tell me about your, your bath teas and you know what's the benefits of using bath teas? So the bath teas come with herbs and then I add oat, gluten-free oats, and then I add salt, like Himalayan sea salt or dead sea salt. And those can help with like skin issues as well as arthritis. And it can help you sleep as well through the aromatherapy. So you want to do that um, at the end of the day, basically. Right. Yep. Okay. So I noticed the one um, that you have, the the witching hour bath tea, like you said, it has oats in it. So is this good for for kids or, or I guess for anyone um, that have had, that's going through having chicken pox? <laughs> Does it relieve like the itching of having chicken pox or is that not in the same, the same family? Um, yeah, it can because the oils from the oats get on your skin. So it can relieve itching and rashes. Um, I saw that you have a product the moon mist sleep spray. So how does that work? And how does so that base, you know, help someone to, to yeah. get more sleep? So basically it's witch hazel mixed with a bunch of essential oils. So the witch hazel is the base and then it's got the essential oils that, so have you ever taken melatonin to help you sleep? Yeah. It works the same way. So when you breathe that in through your nose, it's binding to receptors in your brain that produce the sleep hormone. Okay. So it's like a form of aromatherapy. So if you spray it on, I guess your pillow at night, mm-hmm. is it something you're going to spray every night or just once and it'll last a couple days? 
Nope. Every night we use it. Um, my son actually uses it to help him sleep too. So he uses that every night. Yeah. It's able to, to just help you to just naturally go to sleep. Right. And then uh, what would you recommend to someone that wants to start their, their own tea business? Research, <laughs> tons of research <laughs> and, uh, don't be afraid to ask for help. So the licensing process was a headache for me. I had to find a commercial kitchen space and get that all licensed. And I had no idea what I was doing. And I ended up reaching out to a coffee company actually in Eau Claire, and they kind of helped me and walked me through the process and what I needed to get done. So don't be afraid to ask for help. To ask for help. Absolutely. So this is not something, you know, on a bigger level that you really can do out of your home. You really need a bigger space you said for is that just for licensing or um yep, you have reason? to have a food processing license to package them for resale so and and then you're also currently you know in many shops and in markets um locally so you know what advice would you give someone that's that's looking to to place their products in different stores whether it's locally or maybe poss possibly nationally like what does the initial contact and process look like? Sure. So basically, I guess my first pop-up shop was actually in Chris's parking lot. So it was like some random day that we decided to do it. And I was across from one of the stores that carries my products now. And yeah. I just ran over there and I gave them a sample. And I was like, introduced myself as like, hi, I'm Bria, I own Black Kettle Tea and I'd love to work with you. Um, I ended up emailing them like months later and they ended up stocking my product. So then I kind of just, I guess, every time I go in somewhere, I introduce myself, I leave samples, I send emails, follow up. If you don't get a response, it's not personal. <laughs> just keep trying. Yeah, just keep trying. And then aside from, you know, placing your products in, in the local shops, what else have you done to, to grow your business? Like whether it's, you know, networking or marketing, I don't know if you do a lot of ads or things like that, but what has helped you specifically? Yeah. So I work a lot through my Instagram. Um, and now I'm actually on the radio doing something completely different, but it, uh, <laughs> I have a blog. <laughs> oh, tell me about um, that. So I have a parenting blog and it's called guilt-free parenting. And it's just like basically a space for parents to get away, to get away from all of the like scrutiny that we get from other parents yeah. a lot of times. Um, so I started that, um, it's on the radio now and that kind of like links in with my tea stuff. So yeah. it's like free advertising basically. Oh, that's awesome. That's a great idea. So diversifying your businesses and then kind of linking them all together. Right. Basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and is that, um, would you say that that's been like the main thing to grow your business or? Yeah. Social media is huge. So when I first started, I was doing only online sales. So, I mean, I was relying on Facebook and Instagram to get traffic to my website. So that's a tool that I feel like everyone should be using. Is that, is that pretty hard to do to get consistent, um, you know, business or, or to con, you know, to get in contact with customers that want your product? Do you have to place like a lot of ads or is it mostly just reaching out to people that look I like they make? I paid entrance? for one ad the entire oh, time. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's it. I've just been working on social media. Another thing is like ask people to write reviews because when you have more reviews and people are Googling for you, you're going to, they're going to see that. And I mean, follower count, I hate to say it, it matters. 
it on does, Instagram, yeah. especially when it comes to business, just because people will take you more seriously. Yeah. So it's just like growing the social media and uh, getting that traffic. It has to be part of your business plan, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then is there anything else that you would recommend um, for any new business owners, whether it be someone looking to get in the, in the tea business or or just any business? The hard part's the beginning. It's like you feel like you want to give up and there's a lot going on and you get overwhelmed and that's when most people fail. It's when you get through that hard part that you're going to see success and it's going to keep you going. Yeah, definitely. That's great. Great advice and never give up. So whatever's going going on, just keep pushing through. And you know, we all have problems or things going through in our personal life. And so to, to remember that your personal life you can't let it also hinder your business. So whatever's going through in your personal life, you have to still keep pushing through and don't let that hold you back or keep you from pushing forward to the next step in your business, right? Our final question, you know, what does live your Lux life mean to you? So basically what is living your best life mean to Brie? I worked for a corporation forever and I hated it. And I like thought my life was going nowhere. So I guess doing something that you really care about is living my best life. And then showing my son that he can do the same thing is really important to me. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that we all have to figure out what it is in our life that is our passion and figure out a way to get to that point. Because you don't want to be like in a hamster wheel constantly doing the same thing and you're not happy. And and then it's so easy to, to just kind of fall into a depression or just constantly doing the same thing every day. And I think that's that's really great advice. Like whatever it is that you want to do in life, just find a way to get there, right? Right. <laughs> so how can, um, how can my community find you or purchase your products? Um, what's the best avenue to, to reach out to you? So I'm mostly on Instagram. So at Black Kettle Tea on Instagram. Um, and Facebook is the same thing, just the dash Black Kettle Tea. And then my website is Black Kettle Tea Shop with a P-E at the end, dot com. All right, great. So what I'll also do is I'll add all of your contact information in the show notes. That way people can easily click to find you. And then if, you know, if they have any specific questions about custom blends, definitely reach out to Bree. So I want to thank you so much, Brie, for, you know, sharing your information about your business and about your, your life story. And, and I just want to thank everyone for tuning in this week to Live Your Lux Life. We look forward to joining you next week. Thank you. Thank you. I want to thank you for joining us and hope you learned something new this week on Live Your Lux Life. Visit our website, liveyourluxlife.com to connect to our social media. Remember to follow our podcast. May we see you soon on our next episode.